Welcome to Tice Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. Today's guest, Dr. Troy Shoemaker and his wife, Denise, lead Pensacola Christian College, where Dr. Shoemaker serves as president and his wife is assistant to the president. Thank you for joining us as we discuss Christian education and the importance it has on our world today. Wow, what an honor it is to have Troy and Denise Shoemaker here in our studio today. We are excited to have you. We're so thankful for you. I was, we were just talking about this before we went on the air. There was a time when we came out here to start uh, Liberty Baptist Church, we had no idea what we were going to do to educate our children. There was just we had made a determination our kids were not going to go to public school. Matthew was coming into four and five years old, and we were thinking, what are we going to do? It was mandatory that our children attend school, but I didn't know what we were going to do. And then we heard about a Becca Academy, and we heard about homeschooling. And at that time, there was no video schools or anything. It was just it was just the homeschool. And, my, and we got the material and began homeschooling. I should say my wife started homeschooling. And uh, we still have, we still have some of the things that she used to teach kindergarten with. I was, I was seeing those in our closet the other day, but uh, really, really made an impact. And after that, after Matthew got to be about third grade, uh, they came out with, came, you came out with videos on VHS tapes and we ordered those. And then after that, uh, then after that, we started a Christian school. We wanted to start a Christian school um, at, here at, at, at the church. Matthew and all of our children continued to be homeschooled with a Becca book, but then we started our school here with a Becca book, uh, and we wanted to start all 12 grades at once, which we were told was dumb. <laughs> but, but it was right at that time, you, you were expanding into putting the, the videos in the classroom. And I can remember I walked up to Dr. Horton the year we were going to start. And I said to Dr. Horton, Dr. Horton, we're, we're going to start a Christian school with videos and we're going to use your format. And I said, we're going to have a, a kindergarten teacher, live teacher, but everybody else is going to be on videos and we're going to have monitors. And he took his finger and he point, pointed it in my chest and he said, it'll work. It'll work if you have discipline. Discipline, he said. And then Mrs. Horton said something and he stopped. He said, listen, David, it'll work if you have discipline, <laughs> discipline, discipline. He right in my chest. And so you guys have made a major impact on our family, on our church, and on uh, uh, and, and our life personally and uh, around the world. And so we're so thankful for you. And uh, we want you to share with us a little bit more about philosophy of Christian education. Dr. Uh, Shoemaker and his wife, uh, Denise, again, are with us. So, so let me, uh, I just want to start asking you some questions, if that's okay. That's great. Okay. Let me ask you first about your personal life. Uh, tell us, maybe Denise, you would like to answer this. Uh, uh, how did you guys meet? We met our last semester of before we graduated in the commons there at the college at the ATM machine of all places. <laughs> Is that right? And he always says that I am forever spending his money since then. <laughs> That's amazing. You met at the ATM machine. That is a very romantic story. 
the background is not so romantic. <laughs> it was on one of those dares, you know, guys sitting around a table. But um, but they said, you got to meet her. She's a, she's a nice girl. And I went up to her at the ATM machine, and and, uh, and then we walked back to her residence hall. Oh. And uh, we, w- we were seniors, both of us, uh, to graduate in May. And this was January. And uh, we didn't know what the Lord was going to have us to do for sure, but we had both been called to stay there at Pensacola Christian. And uh, I was going to teach over at the academy. And I was working in the offices. And and thought we'd do for a year or two after we graduated from college. So we had this in common that we were going to be there in Pensacola. Okay. Struck up a friendship. And so we met in January. Right. We met in January. We were engaged in June and married in December of the same year. Whoa, man. That was quick work there. You don't mess around when you find a good thing. That's right. (laughs) I told my son Joshua when he met Heather at Pensacola Christian College, I told my son, I said, marry her before she finds out what you're really like. And That was me too, yep. Good advice. Well, well, we're glad you're here. We want to get down to some real questions, so... Charity, why don't you start with... uh... So how many years have you been personally working with Christian education? I know you've been the president of PCC for the last 10 10. 10 years. Mm -hmm. So how... But before that, you were also working in Christian education. So the backstory is um, I felt like God called me into Christian education even from a youth. I mean, high school. Pastor, you've told us about how the Lord impressed on your heart. Give yourself wholly to him in ministry in some form and he called you to be a pastor and then you went off to college to do that well when i was in high school i did the same thing i dedicated my life to full-time christian work whatever that was and uh, had a proclivity toward uh, uh, science and math that's my background and and so uh i i my dad's a physician he loves biology and and all this kind of stuff i, I thought you know i would love to teach um the sciences. And so I went to college to study science and math. Wow. And uh, that's in a Christian education setting. So graduated from college in 89. Denise and I did. She went to work in the offices. And I went to teach in physics, chemistry, and uh, right geometry, school, that yeah. kind of stuff right there at Pensacola Christian Academy. So on those social media videos that we see put out by PCC, yeah. those are really you. Yeah, unfortunately, many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those. I yeah. love those ones that you guys put out. Those are great. <laughs> That's true. So thirty-four. The answer to your question is now we are beginning our thirty-fourth year in Christian education, and we've been in a variety of settings, from a teacher to a school administrator to a college administrator, and now in our current role. Wow. I can remember you. I remember meeting you first, uh, sitting in the in the academy, um, and uh, preaching to the academy students. And uh, uh, so I, it's been it's been wonderful to to watch God move you forward and and continue to use it's you. It's been an exciting ride. Wow. <laughs> hey, why do you think Christian education's important? Christian education is so important because of necessity. It's got to be an extension of the home and of the church this too has a backstory 
and uh, the backstory is that in the United States, historically, our heritage is Christian. Our schools taught a biblical Christian uh, philosophy or values. They read the Bible to children. They, they used the Bible as a primer for character. And, and it was just part of the fabric of our country until um, about a century, century and a half ago, when, when there was a strong set of influencers who came into especially the education area and started introducing secular and progressive and humanistic thought. And uh, by the middle of this last century, um, parents were starting to notice the schools don't look like, well, they didn't. They don't look like what what I had when I was a, when I was in school. This isn't. This doesn't match our values. They would go to church on Sunday and they would hear the Bible taught, and then their children would go to school the rest of the week, and there was this this dichotomy of what they were being taught. By 1963, prayer taken out of the schools, public schools. Um, the Bible no longer read. And so parents are saying, we, we need what we're now missing. And in, so in the 1950s, there was a movement that started pastors, parents, that said, we need an alternative that gets our kids back to what we had and that matches our values. Yeah. And so Christian schools began to spring up. So what you're saying is historically, no matter what anybody says, no matter what the news says, no matter what the media says, historically, we have always had in this nation, up until a century and a half ago, we had Christian education. And I can remember when I was in school, and one year we were saying the pledge, and the and we were praying, and the next year we weren't praying. Exactly. And uh, I can remember, too, a, a, a skit done by Red Skelton about the fact that prayer was being taken out of red out, out of uh, public schools wouldn't it be sad he said in this little skit that he did if one day they they called the pledge of allegiance a prayer and removed it right. and isn't it amazing how that's being done yes that's, absolutely so so uh, i hear this all the time P- people will say to me well uh, school there's no place for religion in school without religion without christianity we don't have education because the beginning right. of wisdom is the fear of God. That's right. And so here we find ourselves in 2022, and we seem to be upside down, don't we? Yeah. Morally, socially, um, Barna, Barna Research um, famously has said that uh, it's rather shocking that only 7% of adults, so people over 18 years of age, only 7% of adults nationwide have a biblical worldview. Wow. They, they call themselves Christian. And back where we're from, back east, the, you know, there's the Bible Belt, and everybody's a Christian, and everybody goes to church, or so they say. But to have a truly biblical worldview, to have the values that the Bible has, only 7%. And wow. so this is, back to your question, why is Christian education so important? Barna also said in his research, and you'll find this really amazing, that... With very few exceptions, he said, people will die 
believing what they believed at the age of 13. Really? It means the most formative years for values, for belief in Christ, for biblical training, a biblical worldview, those most formative years are the early years. Why is Christian education so important? Because that's the time that people frame, form, build the foundation that will carry them through the entire, the entirety of the rest of their life. Wow. I find it amazing, too, that you say that because you guys are big proponents of homeschooling, too, because right. of the Abeka curriculum. It's for, as a mom, it's very, in our culture, it's very devalued to stay home and be training your kids. They look at you like, oh, oh, you're homeschooling. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, now, since the pandemic, people are like, whoa, you, home, right. you do this by choice. Right. That's right. <laughs> but to understand what you just said, it, it's life changing as mm -hmm. a mom. It makes you think, yes, this is really hard right now. But it's worth it to instill biblical values into my children yep. and make sure that they're, they're taking on my God mm -hmm. is their God That's as right. well. So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. There's so many levels of value there, aren't there? I mean, you talked about the home. Where in, in most of today's education are children being taught the value of the home unit? Nowhere. Mm -hmm. Except in something that matches a biblical construct like Christian school settings or Christian homeschool. These poor children today, these poor children having to deal with social issues that, that they're not meant to have to deal with. They shouldn't have to be dealing with, with immorality and substance abuse and gender identity and sexual activity around them these these poor children can't even be kids mm -hmm. they are introduced to things oh, that they, they shouldn't are. even have to be thinking about and and they're struggling with this and they're ill-equipped at an early age and they need the maturity that comes with years that comes with a biblical background and if they don't have a christian school teacher or a christian parent instilling those values absolutely my daughter came in the other day she's 10 years old and she came in and because we do talk very openly with them about all those different social issues that are going in the, on in our world. She told us that there's a 12-year-old girl in our neighborhood that told her that she had a girlfriend. And yeah. my daughter is very, mm -hmm. very black and white about things and very bold mm -hmm. when she speaks as a 10-year-old. And she said, well, the Bible teaches that's wrong. We believe that is wrong. And actually, she started talking about, well, the conversation turned into, well, Women get married and they have babies together. And this, my daughter said, that's biologically impossible. Without a man, the woman could not get pregnant. And the little girl who's 12 said, oh, really? She had no idea because she had gone through public school. She's told things, you know, she has her cell phone that she gets indoctrinated with. She has her public school that she's being indoctrinated with. But my 10-year-old, that she even had to has to know that right. is ridiculous. That's right. But she does. If we're not purposefully teaching them the doctrines that the Bible teaches, they're going to be crept in everywhere else. That's right. Let me ask you a question. What do you say, and that's this sort of a segue into this question, uh, what do you say to those who say, well, when you have your kids in a Christian school or you homeschool your kids, uh, then they're not you're they're you're sheltering them from the harsh realities of the world and they're 
they're just going to explode when they when they get out uh, into the real world. Troy and I had the opportunity to go to Christian school our entire um, educational experience. And that is something that we valued and something that we want for our kids. But just because you're in a Christian school doesn't necessarily equal shelter. And and that's very true. We wanted our children in a Christian school because we did want them sheltered from certain things. We didn't want them to have to deal with the junk that we were just talking about. But that shelter is a purposeful shelter. I want to protect them. If If children are a heritage from the Lord, and they are, and if parents are called to mandate it, to train them up in the way that they should go, and to put them out into the world as arrows in the hands of a mighty man, so are children of the youth, if this is our calling as parents, then we better put them in the best posture for the future. And that means giving them a strong foundation biblically, morally, socially, setting them in the right path so that when they're old, so that later when they have to deal, they come across these things, then it won't depart from them. You know, I, I tell people all the time, my kids, all my kids were raised in Christian home and a Christian school and, a, and homeschooling. And we were always told, your kids are just going to go crazy. They're going to get out in the world and they're not going to be able to communicate. Well, my children communicate with people from every wicked thing Every, every type of wicked lifestyle being here in Las Vegas, and they have growing up. I tell people this, the difference between isn't sheltering them, it's teaching them about those things in a proper way. That's right. We teach them the consequences where the world glorifies sin. That's what makes a great Christian education. It's not only academically sound. It's not only a biblical lessons, so Bible lessons, Bible class, but a biblical worldview that is seeing the entire world through the lens of Scripture and an apologetic. Why do you believe what you believe? So the, the com- comprehensive Christian education well equips students, children, to handle those things that, quite frankly, there are things they'll deal with that you and I have never had to even dream about. That's true. But the Bible will still be the answer. And given an apologetic and a biblical worldview, then and, and the ability to think, then they'll be well-equipped to handle those situations. That's great. That is so terrific. You know, people talk about people, you know, kids growing up in homeschool or Christian school, they're kind of weird. Well, I'd agree with that. We are related to Josh. I mean, he's still. <laughs> but... Poor Josh. He gets the bottom of everything, That's doesn't he? <laughs> growing up with Josh, everybody else got it. <laughs> he's a great guy. But we were we were told that we wouldn't be able to communicate. We were told that we wouldn't be able to socialize. I think we're some of the most social people that I know. That's right. <laughs> but... Um, but it's because you grounded us in knowing the Word of God and the reason we socialize, the reason that we go out and tell people anything. It's not to promote ourselves, but it's to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. And when you have that, you have the power behind you of the confidence that God gives you to share with other people and be bold in who you are because that's the way God created you to be. Thank you for tuning in to part one of the interview with Dr. and Mrs. Shoemaker. 
Be sure to listen in to part two as we discuss the Institute of Higher Christian Education. And remember, this is Tice Talks, where it's more than a conversation.